Good morning, everyone. This is Elizabeth Husserl, Conversations with Money, Many Moments, these many moments of money that pop up in our lives and finding meaning and insight from them. So today I want to talk about these intersections when we really have to dig deep and understand what money is and what it's not. So oftentimes, money can be the end all of a lot of our different situations and our emotions and our experiences. And that's actually what makes it so confusing at times because we have a money experience and all these different internal voices jump up and want a piece of the pie and want to tell us something and we're not even sure what to do or what action to take. And so after that, some people, you know, stick their head in the sand and they just want to ignore it. Some people start making lists and prioritize Some people get angry and lash out because something's been done at them. So over time, a lot of the work I do is help people understand which are these different money types that play through you and how to work with them. And conversely, or right alongside that, there's moments in our lives when we have to separate what is about money and what it's not. I had one of those experiences over the weekend where we had hosted a party, a fantastic party, super fun. And something was taken from our home during the party. And I'm not going to go into too much details about what that was, but there was definitely this moment of feeling grievance around something taken from me, right? And and I will give a little more information saying that it was actually a a bottle of really nice mezcal that was just gifted to us the week before. And so in a party, you know, they could think that oh, this is alcohol for the taking, even though it wasn't on the alcohol table. It wasn't, you know, it was very clearly not for public consumption and public use. And when my husband told me that yesterday, unfortunately, on Mother's Day, I went through my various degrees of emotions that I use to deal with when grievance occurs in my life. And, you know, and often the the flow is anger and lashing out and wanting to find blame and wanting someone to fix it. Um, you know, and feeling, do I tell the person who we, you know, we offered this party in the name of someone, do I tell them for them to make it right? And it was, you know, an extremely expensive bottle. So there's a money component to it, a monetary component. And I went through all these different cycles and it took a good part of the day to get there But I got to this place where it was very clearly not about the money and the value of what was taken from me. It was really about the grievance that had occurred and the sadness of other times, not only in my life, but looking back at the life of my ancestors and my family when those grievances occurred, when something was taken from them. And I had to dig really deep and go back to... um, you know, a recent experience that I had that I actually have spoken about in these many, many moments of working with one of my archetypes in particular, my money tyrant that can hold on to money and get very angry about money matters, but underneath they're feeling an an extreme amount of sadness and lack of control. And, you know, I can trace, I know exactly where it comes from. I can trace it from my grandfather. I can trace it through different aspects of my life. I've worked with it. I know my money biography inside and out. And what I recently did that you may have heard me speak about is that I made this clay hand to represent one of the metaphors that has worked really well for me when I'm working with my tyrant, which is opening my hand in trust, right? The tyrant wants to hold on really tight to money and they don't like putting into circulation because it repeats this feeling of something being taken away from me. 
And this is the key piece where in the end, the tyrant has experienced something taken away. You know, that's, you're not making that up. That was true. But the result is then holding tight to things, in particular in the material world, so that they can avoid going back through that pain of something being taken away from them. And so I had sat down and done this clay hand model. You know, I'm, I did my best, and I made this amazing kind of open hand from Mexican red clay, and I set it outside to dry. And a couple of days ago when I brought it back inside, I realized that smack in the middle of the palm was this really sharp edge. And I was like, that's fascinating, right? Like I'm making this model, this open hand, which is meant to help me remind me of like this, of how I can bring more ease into letting go of grievances so I don't have to hold on so tight to things. And smack in the middle of it is this sharp edge. And I just kind of let it be for a moment. You know, I tend to be someone who can very easily extract meaning from things. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this be and not try to figure out why there's this sharp, you know, almost cutting little piece of clay smack in the middle when it wasn't there when I was smoothing out the palm. And then this morning I sat with the palm, right? I had really struggled letting go of yesterday's grievance, and I finally did. And this morning I sat with the palm asking for more guidance around this process. And I was just kind of thumbing the little sharp edge and really feeling how my grievance is such a reminder of everything, all the other grievances that family members in the past have gone through or things have been taken away. In many cases in my family, it's been pretty extreme of like like countries taken away from you, not necessarily because you own the country, but because that is where you imagined yourself being and living the rest of your life and life not working out that way. And, you know, I could trace it back to several instances when that was the case. And Joe, you know, which makes my, you know, loss of a mescal bottle feel so insignificant and yet such a doorway into feeling the empathy in the, in, with my other family members and the grievances in the past. But in that kind of sitting with meditation of really digging deep and being like, okay, this is not about the $200 bottle that yes, I'd love for one day to get back, but it was more like, oh no, it's really the deeper sadness around the grievance. And in sitting with that realization that this is one of the cases where if I separate what money is and what it's not, like in the situations, it's not about the money, but it's about the sadness that needs to be touched and felt all of a sudden that little sharp edge just broke and it just kind of broke off and it just became this little seed in the palm of that clay hand. And I just got a very clear hit that when we touch these grievances and let us just feel them, experience them, they become seeds for new growth. You know, and I've said that often in my work with people is that these economic cycles of growth, recession, depression, growth, recession, depression, when we really sit with those cycles of depression, financial depression, emotional depression, but we sit with them and we touch them, they become the organic new seeds of growth. Instead of it being a forced growth, we find our ways towards growth. So I'm sitting here looking at this little piece of clay smack in the middle of this palm and understanding, wow, okay, you know, this is my work right now. It's nothing else but to just be with the sadness of 
the lost opportunities, the the life not lived. And not to wallow in it, but just to touch and feel so that the water and the tears could start to nourish these new seeds of growth, of things, of possibilities that I didn't even see available because that's not how my life was supposed to go or that's not how your life was supposed to go, right? And so it was just such a great reminder that when I sit with what's really there and I let go momentarily of what I confuse to be about the money or about a value, that I can actually really touch what's needing to be seen. And then the part of me that has to deal with the money aspect actually relaxes and helps me see what really needs to communicate and what I really need in that particular aspect to be resolved. So that's my offering today, right? Oftentimes our grievances with money matters are actually doorways into other parts of you that need resolution. And how do you momentarily use both palms of your hands to hold them, you know, separate, but separate, but connected, right? Like the, the money matters and the money experiences we engage in the world will become doorways into these other parts of ourselves that need to be touched and healed and seen and loved, right? I, you'll often hear me say our relationship to money and our relationship to the material world is a doorway in to this unfolding of our lives. And so this was such an experience and such a reminder of that. And so with that, I offer it to you this week as you face a money moment. Let yourself be surprised at what that is, right? Maybe in the interaction with a client, maybe in the interaction with a friend, maybe in the interaction with yourself and a paycheck, whatever it is, or with a business settlement, taking a moment and putting in one hand the representation of what money is on the other hand what's the emotion that's coming through in that experience and seeing if you can give a little extra love and a little extra time a little extra insight to the emotion piece so that you can touch it and go through and see what new seeds of opportunity and growth actually lie in your hand however small and however sharp because they too can be softened into something new So happy inquiring and have a wonderful week with your many money moments in your day. Ashe.